Welcome to Our View Podcast, where we talk about life, travel, and real estate. Join George and Lisa Hernandez each week as they share insights and parenting tips about their life as a blended family with four teens, their crazy travel and adventures, and get Lisa's pro input about real estate as she juggles it all while still managing her top producing real estate brokerage, View Properties. Uh, we're so excited to talk to you, Jim and Deb. I've got them on the phone with us here. They're our full-time RVer friends from Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort in South Carolina. Um, say hello, Jim and Deb. Hello. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you start out just first, tell us a little bit about yourself and what made you decide to become full-time in the RV life? Well, Jim and I are retired uh, aerospace engineers, and I retired about three years prior to Jim. And I we were on Amelia Island and had a really nice home there. And Jim was still working, and I was at home and trying to keep myself busy. But I got really bored with just kind of being in the same place all the time, even though Amelia Island is really beautiful. And I always wanted to travel around. So we went ahead and got a, uh, a used RV the first year just to see if we liked it. And we had it about six months and we were sold on the lifestyle. So then we go, well, as soon as Jim retires, we're going to get this incredible, you know, Integra brand new 45 foot diesel pusher. And we're just going to hit the road. And we thought about actually keeping the house, but I didn't want to think about all the maintenance and worrying about who is there and, you know, leasing it, or even if no one was there, who was going to take care of everything. So Jim's still working and we had put an order on this, um, 44 B unit, uh, with Integra in August and Jim's at work. And in December, the dealer called us and said, your, your coach is ready. It's here. So while Jim was still at work, I went and got a for sale by owner sign down at Lowe's. I was putting it in the front yard when some neighbors walked by and said, oh, my God, you're selling your house. We know who wants to buy it. And this was on a Friday. And Jim hadn't even noticed that the house is sold yet because he's still at work. I go, well, you better hurry up because it's going on the market right now. And when Jim came home and he about died, he couldn't believe the sign was there because we got, you know, we had to go down and pick up the coach. And I'm like, well, I'm ready to go. And these people came up from the villages and bought our house the next morning within an hour. Yeah. It was sold. Cash deal. So we were like over the moon thinking, well, now what do we do, though? You know, and they said, well, you can stay in the house for about a month and a half while you get rid of everything. Because I wanted everything gone. I wanted I wanted to be totally min a minimalist, you know. Yeah. And 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 feel that feeling of having total freedom and that's what we did and we only kept a few items that we have in a small storage a five by ten storage you know the keepsakes for the kids and things like that but i was like free of everything you guys went from zero to a hundred in no time <laughs> we, did. Exactly. we did and it was a good move because uh, you know in the few years that we've been on the road like five and a half years now you know even the thought of settling down is just it, it just doesn't feel right but, but we really kind of like the idea of having a place to park the, the bus once in a while, you know, and, and spend some time downtime. And that's why we loved it here. And we've always loved it here at Hilton Head. That's why we bought here. But it's still, we can still pick up and go whenever we want. It's just we do have a home base now. So that's 
that's been a positive part of it. That's one of the things why we bought there too, just thinking for the future to have that as a home base. And uh, whether we go full-time or not, even if I just park the RV there, because right now I'm paying for storage and for Hilton Head, so I might get rid of the storage. Right. Exactly. But, you know, we have a son up in Boston and a son out in Phoenix and a daughter-in-law out there and there. You know, so we were, you know, going across the country, you know, several times a year. I think last year we went back and forth like three times. And, you know, one of them was to uh, check out the property here before we made an offer on it. Boy, once we saw Hilton Head Island Motor Coach Resort, we said, boy, well, we had stayed here twice before, once in our older coach and once in the... And it's close to everything, you know, yeah. and no right. way we're going to get any closer to bike paths in the, in the beach. I mean, we just biked down there yesterday on our bikes. Right, and you're right by Sea Pines there and, uh, you know, the boat club. And, I mean, you couldn't ask for anything more here. Without no, the, beautiful. Without the maintenance of a home, which is what I really like. We've had nine homes in our past, and I don't want another one. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So tell us. Where where have you been? I know you you've been probably all oh. over the country, but what 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 are your favorite places? Well, we we've been clear to California, San Diego. I was born out there in San Bernardino. I got family out in California who are wanting to get out of there because it's going crazy out there. But uh, we've we've been um, all over the East Coast. We've been up, uh, you know, to Glacier National Park. What a beautiful nice. park that was up there. And, the uh, and, and, and uh, northern part of uh, Michigan, Upper Michigan is beautiful. Mackinac is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, uh, the upper, the upper good peninsula. old Mackinac. I see Lisa yeah. smiling now. Yeah, those are my old stomping grounds. You know, I was that. born in Michigan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful up there. Plus, uh, Bar Harbor, Maine, we love that. And this this past uh, Austin fall, we were well the whole summer we we're up in Boston area. Yes, at, yeah, uh, I love that Normandy Farms. Yeah, Normandy Farms RV resort up there. It's one of the best in the country, and uh, you know I, I I love it here better than there. But um, you know, but you're so close to Boston. We were close to our our son. Uh, we took trips up to New Hampshire and Vermont, and you know, upstate New York. Uh, we went up into Quebec once and Montreal and. Yeah, we did oh. um, Liberty Harbor View in New Jersey, where you just hop a boat and go over to Manhattan. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Oh. That was fun. Have you guys ever done it? No. I grew up in New York, right? 18 miles from the city, so I used to go into the city all the time. I know the ferry you're talking about, but I never took it because I yeah. lived on the New York side. But you did you go there with the RV? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. In fact, we had some friends that went with us. And yeah, uh, we left the jeeps at the up in Normandy Farms, and we just hit the road with the with the coaches, and we we it's like a big parking lot, <laughs> but you know you're not going to be spending much time there anyway because you're going into the city every day. Right. That's so wow. it's really it's a really good way to you know not have to go to a hotel because I'm I'm not big on hotels. I don't like them. So yeah, we have more of our stuff and. Right, so check this out. These people that we had met just a couple of months before up in the Boston area, they uh, they came with us, and it was Deborah's birthday, so they treated us, and they Ubered us all the way into Manhattan, dinner, the whole works, and all the way back to uh, Liberty, you know, the Liberty Park there. So uh, quite an experience that was for us. Wow, a lot of good people out there. That's that's why we that that's really the one thing we love about this lifestyle. You can live in a development for years, 
and not even know all of your neighbors. Yep. But you come into a, you know, a, a motor coach resort and everybody's so nice and open and friendly and it, it doesn't take you long to get to know everybody really well. It's that's one of the most positive things I can I say about being in this lifestyle. Totally agree. I think it's just everybody's in the same lifestyle. You know, everybody at RVs, they've had the disasters, they've had the great trips that so everybody's got like the story they, they want to tell so bad. And everybody's really nice. And like Lisa oh, always says, if you can live with somebody in uh, 400 square feet, then you're good to go. Yeah, you have to really like each other to choose that lifestyle. <laughs> we haven't killed each other yet in five yeah, and a half years. That's so true. That's true. All right. That gives us hope, baby. Yeah, and, and and something a lot of people don't know about is the rallies. I mean, you can like we have this all-inclusive motor coach club that we belong to, and we're constantly teaming up with them at some point down the road because they have they have these gatherings like almost one every month. So you can always like see people over and over again that you enjoy, and go go to rallies where they're having like dinner dances and and themed sock hops or you know themed uh events where you know maybe it's a sock hop or a, a prom or a cajun a, yeah, yeah. roaring 20s everybody dresses up and you just have a blast oh, have, yeah they have a full bar and full you know really sit down meals with and then they bring in live entertainment it's really quite that's something. awesome Lisa yeah. just found one. What was the one that you found? It was a hot air balloon in Albuquerque, New Mexico, for the hot oh, air balloon festival. Yeah, we've done oh, that. Oh, we did that oh. one. Yeah, Integra had a rally there, so we. Uh, How I think was, it was that? One, oh, it was it. Well, you know, it was sad because we never really got to see it because our little dog died, and uh, while we were there, it's oh. just one of those things you take you yeah. take your dogs out for a walk, and everything's great, and the next day you're putting one down because I uh, found out that they're really sick and suffering, and it was. That was uh, that was quite the shock yeah. for us. So we didn't get to see the balloons taken yeah. off and going, but oh, maybe that, some other time. That that brings up something else. A lot of people always ask us, well, what do you do about doctors, and how how do you do deal with that when you're on the road full time and you don't go back to the same place all the time? Well, you know what? If we find out something's wrong with us, I mean, you can go to any care center because we're both on Social Security too and Medicare. But the thing is, when you find out you got a problem, you can do your research and go to the best doctor in the whole country and you just drive and yep, you park take your house. Car. Yeah. Wow, that's a really great point um, that I didn't even think about. You yeah. Know, um, right. right live that, wherever you want. <laughs> and everybody always thinks, oh, what if the RV breaks down? What if this breaks down? But what if you break down? That is, yeah, that's a great point. Nobody thinks about that. That's well, I've, I've got a cancer thing going on right now that I just found out about. And the uh, Proton Center down in Jacksonville is the place I'm going to go to here once once it's safe enough for me to go down there because, you know, yeah. without coronavirus and lockdown. So I'll be uh, down there maybe for a month or two getting treatment. So it's yeah, great to just pull the coach up, go down there. and Yeah, we're only going to the, the RV park we're stay, going to stay at is only about 20 minutes from from the facility where we have to go every day. So yeah. it works out perfectly well. But they say I've got a 93 to 97% chance of full cure. So I'm good. I'm good with that. That's I'll great. That's yeah. great. <laughs> easier than you think all this stuff. You know, I think people overthink things too much too. 
Yeah. And, and letting go of stuff, I think, is, yes. is is more of a challenge than I think, you know, I'm being a real estate agent. Uh, I go with these people that are downsizing all the time. I've got one client in particular right now that I can think of went from this huge house and she, you know, decided to downsize into like a 3,500 square foot house. And, and I was like, and she wants something smaller. And I was like, you just got to let this stuff go. You don't need all these things, you know. Well, we've been doing that for years now. And our last house, we finally got down to 2,700 square feet. And then I'm going, nope, let's just do it all. And we did everything except for our collectibles. Like I said, we've got things in storage right now. But we also took one of our art pieces, our Salvador Dali, and, and put it in the coach. So <laughs> you can't have your art collection, too, you know? <laughs> As long as it's stuck on the wall, good. You're you're yeah. fine. Oh, yeah. it's oh, it's that industrial velcro. <laughs> so, so that's a that's a good question. That kind of leads me into my next question. Like, what really are some of the biggest challenges that you found um, living in the RV? Uh, aside from, of course, the you know sheer size and downside. Well, well, challenges would be, I would say issues that happen and you know all the motor coaches always have issues you know no, they all, all I, I don't don't care if you buy a prevo or yeah. whatever you know yeah. you're always going to have issues and like like i just had an issue with the last rainstorm that went through here and i had water dripping out of one of the led lights in the ceiling now where in the world did that water come from and i had just had the roof uh all sealed up and everything the year before and you know, other other measures taken to, to make sure water doesn't penetrate in, and then here's the water. So I'm like, what's happening? Well, I had uh, I don't know if you know this gentleman, Paul. He he's you know one of the guys that you know repairs RVs here in the facility, and he came over yesterday. We went up on the roof, and it and it was kind of like, well, it's the orientation of the coach, and you know, if your water is running up toward the front of the coach on our particular design, and it. You know, if you have a fast downpour, then that might water might build up and then it would come in maybe certain areas. And even though we're five years into it, we're still learning things about this coach. Well, it, it, one of the things, if you have a brand new coach, what we enjoyed having two year warranty with with uh, Integra. Integra, which worked most of our bugs out. Yeah. But then after that, you better get an extended warranty because something's going to happen. Someone's going to hit you. Oh, yeah. Hit them. That happened to us. Yeah, but then... And the thing was, is that that paid for everything. We They put us up in a, you know, in a hotel and everything. So that's important to have. But yeah. then self-insure. You know, instead of paying the money for a policy on an extended warranty, they'll just fix things as they happen. But, you know, when you have a... When you have a, you know, a 450 uh, horsepower or 600 horsepower Cummins diesel and something goes wrong with it, you're looking at probably $30,000 to replace the diesel. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, the Allison transmission might be 6000 So, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd rather just have the uh, peace of mind with the extra warranty that it'll all be taken care of if I have any major problems. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was the first thing we did was get the extended warranty. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to mess with anything that I don't have to. Yeah, because yeah. ours is a 2018. Well, that's our second coach, and we've only been RVers for like two and a half years. So we bought a brand new um, Fleetwood Bounder, 36 foot, had that for just over a year, put 20,000 miles on it, and yeah. really decided that we loved it. And so that's when we got the new coach. So, yeah, well, our, ours was, our first was a Fleetwood Southwind, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
That's yeah. probably, you know, the entry level. If we liked it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that was exactly our, our situation was this investment isn't that major to find right. out if we like it. And if we right. like it, then we'll move up. If we don't like it, well, then we just cut our losses. Sure. That's right. Because no matter what you choose, it's a loss because these things. Oh, yeah. Up. The minute you drive off the, it's like any, any vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not an investment except in a lifestyle. However, you remember. however, the RV park buying in here, yes. at Hilton, that's an investment because, yeah. you know, we've watched the prices go up and up and up. And we looked at how much we spent traveling around the country visiting our children back and forth. And, you know, I mean, they can hop a plane and fly to us a whole lot cheaper than it, if we were going to go up there and spend, uh, like when we spent the whole summer up in Boston, that was, we got a deal on that. That was about eight grand, you know, yeah. to uh, stay in the park. And then plus you pay electricity on top of that. But, you wow. know, we add up how much we spent just driving across country and visiting friends and, and family. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure it was over 20,000. And, uh, and I'm thinking, shoot, I could stay here in the RV park and spend about four grand for, uh, you know, HOA fees and yeah. property property taxes and, and you know, pay the electric on top of that. And life is good. Right. So, Save some money. Yeah, that's, that's, actually, water- that's actually a good question because a lot of people, um, you know, being RV life is like a big kind of craze, I guess, right now. At least I feel like there's all these people that are even taking their kids and homeschooling and living in RVs and stuff. And people always ask, how do you do that? Like, how do you make money and things like that? So kind of a good number to know 20 grand is what you spend, you know, on the road in a year. Yeah. Yeah, And and the thing is, it's now becoming more and more difficult to find places, especially if it's a popular place. If you want to go to like Glacier or Yellowstone, you better know a year in advance. Yeah, we've heard that before. Our friend said when they went last year, they have a Class C, and he said if you weren't at the gate when it opened up, you weren't getting in to, for a spot. And he yeah. said it it was just that busy, but it's so popular, and it, it's it's a great adventure anyway. Yeah, we want to do next year, we're supposed to do um, Newfoundland with our with our friends. They're, they went last year, and they, they want to spend – next year there so we're thinking the next summer we might do that with them wow it, that would be nice you put these big things on a ferry <laughs> wow and it's going to be interesting you know yeah it takes a while to get over there you gotta you gotta pop these on a ferry though with your with your toad and to go you know wow. we did that we did that giant uh you know the world's largest gathering of rvs out in quartzsite arizona they do that uh Shoot, they do that January. toward the end of January. And you're boondocking. And you're talking, I don't know, 100,000 RVers oh are out there. Oh, my gosh. The wow. Boondocking and partying and, you know, it's, it was it's quite an adventure. It was an experience. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a lot of fun, actually. We've been, we've been trying to find different things to do that uh, we can look forward to. We've been doing a lot of, like, music festivals and things like that we found we really enjoy where there's like an activity or something where we're going to. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, a lot of people do the NASCAR. Yeah, yeah that's I've on always my list. wanted to do that. You got to get, you got to get those. It's Those are hard to come by tickets sometimes too. Yeah, well, we, know. we know some people. So next year about, you know, next spring, we're going to do well, They're that. talking about us getting tickets on the inner inside. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, they do uh, the people, then they know some drivers. And so we're going to, yeah. 
we're gonna piggyback with them. You better start acting on that though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We bought season tickets for Disney. Disney World. Yeah. So oh. we're, but of course Disney World shut down till I think January the first. So we we don't know when oh, they're gonna. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's what we heard. So they're gonna extend our annual passes, yeah. you know, into next year. Oh, well, that's. But good. you know what? It's probably perfect timing for Disney because we were just there and there was a lot of construction going on. I was oh, yeah. surprised that how much construction I've never seen. They were Remember, redoing everywhere, Epcot. everything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah even, even Disney. Yeah, I know. And they'll, they'll probably have it all done when they reopen. So everybody. Oh yeah, and it'll be squeaky clean. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've. Uh, I've been watching some of the just you know art stuff about people traveling in their RVs that don't have a place like Hilton Head that they own to go to, and um, a lot of them were struggling because. They didn't have a place to go, and they closed up a lot of these parks, and so they had nowhere to go. That was, I know, that was I know. interesting. Really. Yeah, I heard some people like they took advantage of Walmart, going <laughs> from one Walmart to another. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, thank goodness for Walmart sometimes. Yeah, we've seen quite a few times actually. When you're driving across country, and you're like, eh. I'm kind of tired. I don't want to keep driving. So you just find a Walmart. Or, or, park. or the state welcome sta uh, stations on the interstate. Those are really good. Yeah. You yeah. put out two slides and we call that our Walmart configuration. Yeah. You know, with two and slides going next out. Next morning, you just hit the road and you don't have yep. to get off the interstate, which is nice. Yeah. yeah we've, we've done Walmart, what, twice? Two or three times. Two or three least. times. And then we did uh, a rest area going down to Florida one time just for a couple hours. to. Yeah. yeah. Hey, check this out. Do you know they they put the they're putting that high speed, high def uh, internet and uh, television here in the park here? Oh yeah, I heard that, and everyone gets their own modems if they want, even which is awesome. So now we can stream all the TV we want. Is that right? Yeah, and it's you know it's it's all high def, digital. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good. You can keep working. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> I gotta keep Lisa working. I'm, a, I'm accustomed to a certain lifestyle. That's right. Glamping. <laughs> yeah, we're glamping. Oh, I'm a tough man. Deborah's the best cook in the world. And boy, I'm telling you what, you know, with all the restaurants being closed down, I'm actually enjoying this even better, eating here and cooking out in the barbecues. And, you know, we have a, a griddle that we just purchased back on the, in the in, that we have installed here. So, yeah, we had, we had fajitas today. Yeah, I saw that. I uh, yeah. I love yeah. cooking too. It's funny because this this forced quarantine, even for us, we were just talking about it the other day. It's nice to all the kids are here and we're having family dinners and we're like, this is really nice. Yeah. And, I, and I know as soon as the quarantine's done, these kids are gone. Yeah, <laughs> they're always at a friend's house or somewhere, or we're gone. There's some positives to it. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, especially, you know, it's like a double-edged sword with Ryan, our oldest son, is a senior in high school this year. So he's, you know, they say they're going to do something to celebrate graduation, but his whole rugby season was canceled and everything. And they, you know, they said we're not going back to school. So, oh. you know, it's kind of a bummer for him. But at the same time, I'm like, he's going to be gone in a few months. And, this, you know, we never would have had this time with him. So, you That's know, true. there's definitely some positives to it. Always got to look for the silver lining. That's right. That's what I always say. That's right. Well, let's wrap this up. Tell me uh, one last question. If you, what is your best advice to give somebody who's thinking about becoming um, a full-time RVer? What would your best advice be? Well, you know, I think it's what you and, you know, what we did is go get yourself 
a used RV and, you know, don't spend a lot of money on it and uh, travel around and with it and see how you enjoy it. Uh, well, make sure the RV yeah. lifestyle, you like that before you think about full timing it. Absolutely. Yeah. But once you, once you know that, if you can go out in that trial run and not, and it really kind of, Actually, I get kind of depressed coming back. I was like, I could not wait to go back out again. <laughs> you know, and that's, I think, what yeah. it was just a natural for me because yeah. we, we've always moved around the country anyway. So I always felt like after five years, it was time to go somewhere anyway in a house, oh. even. So. <laughs> and then do yourself a favor and go to a, you know, a couple of the RV shows. Like we went to the one down in Tampa, uh, which. I think is the best RV show in the country. We've been to quite a few of them. Uh, we uh, even like Sunny's the, Resort or whatever that place is. Well, it's no. at the fair. It's at the fairgrounds. Oh, okay. Um, the at the Florida State Fairgrounds, right there in Tampa, and it's put on by Lazy Days. That's it, Lazy uh, Days. That's what I was thinking of. But they've got all makes and models there, Prevos, you know, everything you can think of is there. And uh, you know, you want a four million dollar bus, you can go in there and, wow. and uh, you know. See, that's, um, that's my problem. I'm scared to take Lisa to one of those. <laughs> she's oh, got yeah. she's got this knack for picking out the most expensive everything. <laughs> yeah, you can, they go up to like four or five million there. So wow, it'd be fun just to go. You know, it's kind of like looking at mansions. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, George, you you married up, obviously. So like, oh I yeah, do. absolutely. <laughs> smart man, smart man. That's right. <laughs> Well, listen, thank you, Jim and Deb. It's been a real pleasure talking with you guys. Uh, I will share, if it's okay with you, uh, uh, your contact information or email so that people can reach out to you from Facebook or whatever if they have questions about RV life. And um, we look forward to seeing you. Hopefully, we'll be back down in Hilton Head pretty soon. I know. I can't wait. Like you said, Deb, I'm I'm itching to get out of here. I I miss the road. I know. I know. (laughs) <laughs> all right guys thank you and we'll yeah. see you soon thank all you right, so much. God bless, uh, be safe all right uh-huh. you too bye-bye thank you bye-bye. bye-bye thanks for joining us today on our view podcast if you would like to hear more don't forget to hit that subscribe and follow button and share this with your family and friends You can send a direct message. Just visit www.rviewpodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at rviewpodcast. That's the letter R, view podcast.